This episode is brought to you by 9AM Health. 9AM Health, diabetes care that fits your life. Ooh, episode seven. (laughs) what's up guys welcome back to another episode of healing in hindsight episode seven we're like halfway through a little over halfway through yeah i don't know at the time of recording this i still haven't figured out exactly how many i mean i know how many episodes i want but like the number is not finalized okay don't judge me but i wanted to make sure you had a lot to chew on but not too much like you know I'm, i'm doing the season route because I still got a full-time job, y'all. So (laughs) being able to record weekly is just not in the stars right now. One day, I really would like to do this full-time. But until then, seasons it is. How many episodes? I don't know. Do I go the Game of Thrones route? Do I go the the Bob's Burgers route? I don't know. It's just, there's a lot of options. Anyways, what the hell, Taylor? That's not why you're here. (laughs) So in this episode, I want to talk about something that's, For everybody, honestly, I know that this podcast is mostly circled around type two diabetics and our community and how we can help each other learn as well as ways to be able to just live the young adult life um, and still be able to manage our diabetes um, either with medication um, or holistically. I'm trying to reverse this, y'all. I don't know about you, but in this episode, I wanted to talk about a universal theme that can benefit literally anybody. And that is managing your blood sugar levels. It's not just for diabetics. Everybody can get a benefit from it. And we're going to talk about those. Uh, Probably about five reasons, but possibilities are endless. So with that being said, let's do it. You're listening to Healing in Hindsight a health and wellness podcast where we strive to conquer type 2 diabetes. Hosted by me, Taylor Danielle. When I was first diagnosed, I didn't have a lot of people around my age who lived similar lifestyles to learn from. I want you to know you're not alone and we'll have real, honest, and vulnerable conversations about it all. Here, I share my struggles, tips, and more. Alrighty, welcome back. So glad you're here and that you stuck around. You're hanging with your girl. Hopefully you're chilling wherever you are listening to this. Maybe you're going for a nice walk. I wish I could walk and do this and not um, not have all the wind and wispiness and people's dogs barking and stuff like that. Maybe I'll figure that out one day. I don't know. But now while you're here, you want to know what are these benefits of everybody managing their blood sugar. Like why Taylor, I'm not a diabetic. Why should I care? What's the point? All the things, right? I get it. It's, it's really something that I didn't even consider until I became a diabetic, but as things have changed in our food industry and a lot of the things that have been coming out with different types of eating styles and regimens and whatever, um, I think it's important to be able to talk about Uh, blood sugar management and ways that all people can benefit from it. Um, So one thing that really stood out to me um, to talk about this 
is, well, two things. Um, one is uh, Kelly Levesque. Um, she is a nutritionist, dietitian, I want to say. Um, she, lady has just got credentials on credentials on credentials. Um, she's really good friends uh, with the host of Almost 30 Podcast. Shout out to Lindsay and Krista. Um, I became familiar with Kelly Levesque um, through them. And so I, I literally dove into everything that she's into. I um, actually have it on my list to listen to her podcast. Um, but she was on uh, the Almost 30 podcast uh, several times. And that's how I became familiar with her and ended up uh, reading her first book, Body Love. Um, and so what I really loved about Kelly is that she laid out her perspective and why blood sugar management is a huge role in her kind of fab four smoothie, um, you know, recipes and things like that, uh, because she backed it with science. Um, again, credentials on credentials on credentials, lady knows her stuff. Um, so Kelly Levesque was a huge, um, huge, huge, huge factor into why I'm like, you know what? She's right. Blood sugar management isn't just for someone who has a chronic disease or illness. Um, and it certainly can help a lot of people with chronic, uh, illnesses. The second thing is my dabble into keto. Um, I tried to do keto hardcore. It's was a struggle more so because it required, for me, now I'm not saying this for anybody else, but for me, it required a lot more cooking. And I've recognized that when I'm living by myself, like I currently live uh, in my own place, but me and my partner did live together for a time. Um, I am used to cooking for a family. Um, you know, I always had my mom, dad, and my sister. And when my mom started having us cook, it was always for the four of us. And so even if it wasn't for the four of us, my mom, you know, is, is a huge proponent of leftovers. It's, you know, how you can have lunch for the week. So I'm always used to cooking in bulk, but in the many solo apartments that I've had, I've always either wasted a lot of food from one of two things. Either I cooked a bunch of stuff and it sat in the fridge for a week and I would eat on it, don't get me wrong, but you know, five days of the same thing was hard. Um, or I would buy all the food to even do a couple of different meals, you know, just to switch it up. Cause I recognize that I don't want to eat on this one thing all week. I would be so tired and exhausted from my day or the week I just didn't want to cook. So I would just snack, you know, kind of eat around the things that didn't absolutely need to be cooked. Um, you know, if I got any type of veggies that can go with ranch, I'm all over it. Um, so, you know, stuff like that. And then of course eating out, you know, um, it was a lot harder <laughs> a few years ago to eat fast food all the time, you know, or even any takeout meal because you had to go get it. And the only delivery that you had was your normal like Chinese places, things like that. But when stuff like Favor and Uber Eats and Postmates and DoorDash, it's really Favor. Favor was my first um, whole new world of opportunity to eat whatever I felt and not have to 
leave my house to go get it, you know, which has led to like things like Instacart grocery delivery, which it's great. I absolutely love it, especially during this time. It's been so helpful to have someone bring groceries up for me. Um, I used to actually do a grocery delivery. Was it Thrive? I can't remember if it was Thrive, but it was kind of like, um, you know, fresh veggies, things like that. But it was so expensive at the time. This was actually right before I was diagnosed. And they had these containers that they would put them in and they put them in ice packs. So if it had to sit outside, um, you know, if you were away from home, like it was okay, your food and stuff was safe. Um, And obviously that's advanced. Now I will say with Instacart, they're not doing that. Like they keep it together, um, you know, when it's at the store, but once it hits your door, it's not really protected. So I usually still need to be home for it, but it's still nice that I'm not having to spend time to go grocery shopping. I don't like grocery shopping. My mom um, loves grocery shopping, but I always had to go with her and I'm so sorry, mom, but I didn't like it. It was so boring. Two hours in a store is insane. Um, and my attention span just couldn't, just couldn't stick with it. So, um, it's, uh, definitely something that's just never been my thing. It's a little better now because, you know, I'm not as tied to going to the grocery store and having to be so budget conscious because I eat more from the produce area than I, than I ever have before. But again, it's just me, it's just little me and my two doggies, um, And when my partner comes over, you know, then I'll cook, then I'll, you know, roll in a whole seven course meal or something. But um, it's hard for me to just eat for myself. So all of that to say, um, you know, blood sugar management is hard, um, but it is something that is super beneficial for everybody. Um, And those were kind of the the two things, you know, venturing into keto um, really helped me to understand that because all the research that I did with it, every, you know, every specialist, if you will, or doctor that's, that, you know, was involved in explaining the keto diet, they talk about blood sugar levels. Cause that's what makes your body go round. Right. So two things, Kelly Levesque learning about keto. Those were the things that kind of really, uh, put me into the space to have a deeper dive into blood sugar levels, but not from the lens of a diabetic, okay? So five reasons why I find this to be helpful. Um, The number one reason is kind of obvious. (laughs) Um, Would you like to be a diabetic? If the answer is no, um, then understanding what where your blood sugar levels are at really helps. And again, guys, remember, like I've said in the very first episode, like if you are unsure of where you stand, it is nothing to get that blood test, right? Like if you're already going to get a checkup saying, Hey, I'd like to be tested for type two diabetes. It's good to just know, because if your A1C is, you know, touching that, that 5.6 range, you're like heading into pre-diabetic stage, right? So I think it's helpful just to know what your A1C is and how your body is regularly, regularly regulating. That's so redundant, but you know, it's, it's helpful to know where your body stands. If you're right in that normal range, great. Um, if you're creeping up a bit, or maybe you might be in pre-diabetic stage and you don't even know it, because remember, it doesn't always have symptoms. So it's just good to know um, because once you step into that diabetic state, 
that's when the medication stuff starts rolling in and all this other stuff. And it becomes way too on your radar um, when your body should just be running efficiently. So number one reason for being aware and doing things to manage your blood sugar well is to avoid being a diabetic because that's exactly what it leads to, right? Um, the second reason is having even amounts of energy. So I'm sure everybody's been hangry at least once or like for me, like eight times <laughs> and then some, right? That's from your blood sugar management, guys. Your, your blood sugar is what is causing the hangriness because your body has no more energy or sugar to continue to make all of the other functions work. I absolutely love Cells at Work on Netflix. It's a uh, anime show that follows a red blood cell and a white blood cell through the body that they're in. And they touch on so many different things, um, how your body reacts to things. But something that you see all the time are these little vending machines of glucose. And it's like sugar or whatever, you know, some kind of pastry, you know, blood cells do love sugar, but you just can't overdo it. Right. And that's what makes them go. And so if you manage your blood sugar well, you can have steady, even amounts of energy throughout the day. Um, if you do, you know, the thing where like, hey, you have your breakfast and then you are dying before you get to lunch. Right. And then you get to lunch. And you wolf it down. And let's just say it's like this big bowl of pasta, something. I love a good bolognese. Don't get me wrong. Um, but you eat all that and it's so heavy and so carb filled. And then right after lunch, you have to go into that two o'clock meeting and you are ready to fall asleep. Right. Because your body was so starved for energy that it sets off this chain reaction and signals that says, I need energy. Eat all the things. Right. And you eat all the things and you go way past your threshold, right? And so now it's like, I've got too much time to shut it down because a body resting can burn more. Not sure if that's true, but I, I could understand if that's the logic, right? So by managing your blood sugar levels and how you're eating, having that even amount of energy really helps keep you steady um, and alert throughout the day. So um, which leads to the third point, if we're talking about being hangry, is a better mood. Uh, when my blood sugar levels are too low or too high, I ain't in the best place. I'm not it, nice. I'm not. Um, sometimes, you know, some of the symptoms, of, I want to say it's from being too low. It's like a drunken like state, right? Um, when you have the shakes, you're tired, uh, you sweat, or at least I sweat profusely. Um, I can't think straight. I'm dazed. I'm, you know, uh, all over the place. Um, when my blood sugar levels are too high, um, it's usually when I've had something super sugary a lot of times, but I'm antsy. Um, I feel very sluggish. Um, sometimes I even get headaches. Um, and so it's just something that like, I I'm just, I'm just not in a good mood either way. <laughs> and so um, being able to maintain a really good mood, I'm sure we can all say when you're in a good mood, you do better. You, you're more productive. You're more engaged. You're more everything. Right. And so when your food and your blood sugar levels are kind of at war with each other because it's causing this this, 
you know, spike. You know, if you look at a, a, those lie detector graphs when they're lying and how it's just like scratching all over the place, up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. That's what uncontrolled blood sugar looks like. Whereas when you're telling the truth, where it's just kind of this nice, even wave, nothing crazy, just nice and easy, you're in a better mood, right? So fourth thing, I don't know, faint spells anyone? Seriously, when your blood sugar drops too low, you can faint. I had it, it it's what happened to me. Um, as I was, uh, still trying to understand what my body was doing before I was diagnosed. Um, so it's, it's kind of like one of those things where it's all over the spectrum. If you're too high, she can get real. If you're too low, she can get very, very real. Again, I fell in the shower. <laughs> so it's definitely not a fun thing, um, to get to that point where you can't function and you could possibly pass out, which at the extreme, especially for a diabetic, you could go to a diabetic coma on either end, by the way. So um, keeping it nice and even can definitely help with literally keeping you conscious. <laughs> and number five, it sounds silly, but just I just like to call it like overall body bliss. When everything is in tune, it just runs better, right? When you play an instrument that's just perfectly tuned up. It just runs better. Um, when your car is good to go, the engine is good. All of, there's no gunk or anything like like it, it just runs smooth, right? So when your body is experiencing constant levels of just regular, even good to go blood sugar uh, levels, you 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 feel better. Um, you respond to things better. Um, your body is running in this optimal state. And that's what we want. We really want that to be where we're at. It's not fun to kind of check to see where my levels are at. I want to know that my body is going to do that and that everything that I put into this nice, very fine vessel of mine is going to help maintain that or elevate it in a way that's beneficial, like providing the right types of nutrients and things like that. It's not to say that it's easy. I am not saying all this shit. To, to say that I don't love a good jelly-filled donut. I absolutely love jelly-filled donuts, okay? I love them. I love burgers and queso and just a lot of things that are probably terrible for you. But even so, we have to find the middle ground of being able to enjoy without overindulging and throwing us out of that balance, out of that nice, easy, wavy line. We don't want to be that, that line that's scratched all over the place, right? So... It really is something that everybody can take advantage of. Um, Kelly Levesque mentions in her uh, body love book, at least the first one, about how she's even suggested uh, for some of her clients to get a blood sugar meter. Um, because you'd be surprised at how often people throw themselves out of whack all day, every day. Maybe not to the level where you need to take medication like myself, but it is something that people do regularly and we experience it all the time. And so uh, it's definitely something to consider when you're trying to check in with yourself and like really give that, you know, body scan of like, what's going on with me? And that's something that I really liked about her, um, her book. And I, I definitely need to get her second one. I'm actually looking at her um, like Fab Four Fundamentals course. 
Um, just because I really appreciate that that is kind of the basis around how um, she shares nutrition and helps her clients. It's by providing recipes and avenues where your body is optimizing your blood sugar. Um, she has her, her, uh, coined fab for smoothies. I've done a couple of them and, you know, it really is helpful. Um, I just got to get back to doing the smoothie thing. Um, so I need to get a hard copy of the book so I can have the recipes on hand all the time. Plus I love books. So all that, but I will definitely link it, uh, in the show notes, all things Kelly Levesque, um, that I found super helpful, um, as well as some of the keto videos that I found um, that really just help to explain why blood sugar matters, especially when you're doing the keto diet, because you're trying to train your body to use fat um, as a source of energy instead of sugar, um, which can in turn help to even out uh, blood sugar levels. There are definitely a lot of diabetics that I know um, who kind of follow a keto lifestyle. I have not been able to do it consistently. Um, I don't think I've been in ketosis once. <laughs> so um, if you've got some favorite keto uh, recipes or, you know, um, people to follow, I'm always open to it. Uh, one of my really good friends, uh, she has been rocking keto pretty well. Um, I just have to really get to a space where I'm, I'm okay to cook. I don't have my big HGTV kitchen yet. So there's a little bit of lack of inspiration sometimes, but neither here nor there. Um, hopefully that was helpful in understanding that blood sugar management isn't just uh, for those who have to pay attention to it. Um, it's great if you don't, but it could be super helpful if you do um, and could possibly help to shine light on other areas where uh, things can improve, especially sleep. Um, you know, that can really, uh, help you understand why things are out of whack. So I'm going to catch you guys next time and going to go find something to nosh on to keep those levels normal. But, uh, as always, thank you for being here. Um, and I'm curious, you know, let me know, uh, if you do manage your blood sugar levels and you're not a diabetic, I'd, I'd be curious to know what you do, uh, and, um, uh, what your management looks like until next time. Thank you again for stopping by, you guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode, short and sweet. Um, of course, again, check out all the links in the show notes. Uh, big shout out to Kelly Levesque. Uh, I know I'm nowhere on her radar, but I, I will say I do absolutely enjoy. Uh, I follow her on Instagram and all the stuff that she puts out. I think she has some really great uh, insight and information that's beneficial to all for sure. Um, also, extra shout out to the Almost 30 podcast where I found Kelly Levesque. Um, I am a huge fan uh, and I, can I say friend? I think so. Friend <laughs> of, of Krista and Lindsay. Um, I've worked with them personally on some stuff unrelated to my own, but uh, have found their podcast to be super helpful. So check them out as well. Kelly also has a, a podcast, so I'll link that as well. Um, and then, of course, all the super cool. Um, well, I think it's super cool, but uh, insight on keto stuff that I've found to be helpful as well. So if you don't mind, if you've got a free moment of your time, 
you know, feel free to uh, like, subscribe, and rate uh, the podcast. Leave me a review. Let me know how it's going for you. Um, it's how we can all find each other. I want to make sure that the type 2 diabetic community, especially for young adults, uh, men and women, or however you identify, can find us um, so we can continue this conversation um, and this journey of uh, being able to get our diabetes under control, manage it holistically, and the ultimate goal, reverse it, right? Uh, definitely a goal of mine. I don't know about you, but it's definitely a goal of mine. As always, at healinginhindsight.com. Oh my God, I've done this so much. I said .com. At Healing in Hindsight on Instagram, facebook.com forward slash Healing in Hindsight. You can find me on my website, healinginhindsight.com. That's what I meant <laughs> for all things me, what I'm doing, what the show is forming into all of that show notes, all the things where I'm at. Did I say what I'm doing? Did I mention that? <laughs> and of course, if I haven't mentioned it before, I do post my numbers uh, every morning, or at least I try to every morning uh, on my Instagram stories, or you can check my highlights It's labeled BSL as in blood sugar levels. Um, so you can kind of keep track to see how I'm doing. And uh, yeah, until then, thank you again for being here, no matter where you are. I hope you were having a good day, week, weekend, and catch you guys next time. <laughs>